Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Radio Buzz, the top talk radio stories of the day. The Fort Worth School District is on Santa's naughty list, that's for sure. The district is banning Santa, the exchanging of gifts, and also the distribution of personal holiday messages in honor of Christmas during class. Can a school really ban Santa? I think the worst thing that the school did was they ban, they, they put a ban on what they call personal holiday messages. <laughs> and, and the reason why they ban the kids from exchanging personal holiday messages is because, and this is what their memo states, because if they allowed them, they, the kids might exchange religiously themed personal holiday messages. And we can't have religion in our schools, even if it's the kids who are exchanging it among themselves. That's the director of litigation at the Liberty Legal Institute, Hiram Sasser, speaking with Scott at WERC in Birmingham, Alabama. According to Sasser, the school district's position on this hasn't changed. They decided to allow Santa Claus back in to provide a little PR cover, but they're still banning the kids from exchanging what they call personal holiday messages. According to district spokesman Clint Bond, however, students can exchange gifts and cards before and after school and during lunch. And additionally, students can say Merry Christmas to one another during the school day. The district's memo also says seasonal decorations are appropriate if they're not religious in nature. And classroom parties are allowed if they serve an appropriate instructional purpose. I'm Jessica Curtis, and that's your Talk Radio Buzz from Fox News Radio. Yeah. 
That's right. Uh, welcome to the Situation Report. This is David Graham filling in for Doc Jones. My uh, sincere thanks goes out to Doc Jones for uh, giving me an opportunity to, to cover his show and speak to his audience and uh, actually have some of my audience uh, uh, become um, become exposed to his show. Uh, he is a great friend, and uh, he is, uh, he's helped me out quite a lot. I've been able to help him out quite a lot. And... Um, you know, I uh, any of the any of the people that um, that are some some of my regular audience for uh, for the next show, um, you can you can feel free to check this guy's show out uh, any old time, even when I'm not filling in, because he does a really really good uh, a really really good show. Um, and he has a great time, and it's a it's a very popular show too. So uh, this is one of the shows that I promote on uh, you know on my ad with excuse me on my shows, and. Um, Welcome. This is great. You know, just kind of banged out of work and, you know, had some, like, I got scraps of paper. Usually I have everything all typed out, you know, on the, up on the screen and I can I can uh, go out there. Okay, listen up. There are no perfect GOP candidates. Agreed? I'm not going to wait for an answer because I know it's right. Whomever winds up being the GOP nominee, there's going to be deficiencies, according to each of us. They may be differences, different deficiencies, depending on who you ask. What we need to do, and this is kind of an offhanded thing. This is not my show topic. This is kind of like a, a lead-in type of thing. This is a an offhand scrap of paper I pull out of my pocket, and I said, oh, yeah, I wrote this down. Whomever we end up with as a nominee, we need to create the pressure and the conditions to make it as difficult as possible for them to do the wrong thing, whoever it is. You need to keep the pressure up on the people, no matter who it is. If it's Romney, uh, obviously we need to we need to bang on the on the bang on his door and bang on the phones and say, you know, get off of your cap and trade crap, you know, get off of your mandate crap, repeal Obamacare. We need to over and over and over and over and over again. Okay, so <clears throat> no matter who it is, if it's Gingrich, you know, you got to say. You know, uh, I don't know what what are his things. Um, 
Fairness Doctrine. You know, that's that's out there. He uh, he he's co-sponsored or sponsored the Fairness Doctrine um, a decade or so ago, I think. Uh, uh, same thing with uh, you know with that one. Uh, um, uh, cap and trade. You know, you got to keep the pressure on them. So whoever we get is going. We need to make him our puppet. You understand what I mean? Does that make sense? We always complain, oh, well, they're just a puppet. They're just a puppet. Well, you know what? Make them our puppet. How do we do that? Well, we do what the, you know, we, we, we get on the phones with them. We flood their inboxes. We flood their letter boxes. We flood their phone lines. We go to town halls. We stay engaged and we make it impossible or very difficult or very uncomfortable for them to go in the wrong direction. We we need to push and shove them to the right. Yes, it's too bad. It's too bad that we have to do that, yes, but it can't be helped. Look at the field that we have, and we have a lot of infighting. I'm going to get into some of this on my show, I think, um, in an hour. Uh, I'm going to be getting into uh, the infighting and, and things like that. So that's my opening uh that's my opening statement. As is customary whenever I do a show, we have the pledge of allegiance. And uh I love this one. I may give me goosebumps every time. So here it comes. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the flag. What do those words mean to you? Me, they say, thank you, America, for your strength, your courage, and for our freedom, which has been a beacon to the world for 200 years. Of the United States of America. Whose bright stars are 50 states, each bearing its own stamp of individuality. People, 200 million strong. People who have come to her from all corners of the earth. A land of laws with an ingenious system of checks and balances that allows no man to become a tyrant and lets no group prevail. If only the power is not tempered with a real concern for the government. If only a land where the right of dissent and free speech is jealously guarded. Where the ballot box is the sword and the people its wielder. One nation. Under God. A land where freedom of worship is the cornerstone of her being. A land great with temples and churches, synagogues and altars that rise in profusion to embrace all the religions of the world. Indivisible. A land forged by the hot steel and raw courage, conformed forever by the awful crucible of civil war. With liberty. Where man in pursuit of an honest life will not be denied his chance. Where her citizens move freely within her vast borders without 
hindrance or fear, a land brimming with opportunity, where freedom of choice is the guideline for all. And justice. The courts of our land are open to all. Its wheels of justice grind for all causes, all people. They look to every avenue for justice, every concern of the law, and they temper their reasoning with mercy for all. And let it hang, kind of like basking in American exceptionalism when you hear that. I like it. Because that's the way it used to be, and that's the way it needs to be. (laughs) Be right back. 24-7 Internet Talk Radio. Socialism is not not an option. Let's get together this weekend. Hello, I'm Tesla, host and producer of Socialism is Not an Option, featuring three great live talk radio shows. On Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern is the Roundtable Roundup Edition. Radio hosts and their listeners are invited to participate in this sometimes light-hearted look at the week's past events. On Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern is the American Exceptionalism Edition, dealing with the U.S. Constitution, a show for every American patriot who wants to learn more about this great nation. And on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, wrap up the weekend with our ever-popular Hot Topic Edition. The controversial issues of our times are tackled with insightful analysis and provocative disclosures as we battle the corrupting influences of socialism in our country. Spend your weekends with socialism is not an option. Please join the hit squad of dynamic radio hosts on Internet Talk Radio. Starting at 8 p.m., listen to The Situation Report with Dr. C. Robert Jones of Gojo Media. Doc Jones is a retired Marine officer and holds a Ph.D. in history. Come check out his show weeknights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. From there, stay on board with the 2020 Network, alternating between G-Ski Rocks and his show, Live and Direct, and David Graham of Stay Mad Radio, taking you to bedtime with wit and wisdom and class and clarity. Join this nightly Tea Party family and bring your friends Monday through Thursday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. What to do do, do, do on Friday? Well, keep your internet radio routine with Tesla's great show, Socialism is Not an Option. The Roundtable Roundup Edition, where you can call in and vent your frustrations from the week an open-line discussion where other radio hosts and listeners call in and let us know what's on their mind every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hey, Tom. It's Lou. You want to talk about anything? Garrity went nuts about the money. Worried. I realized I forgot my wallet. And to be honest, felt bad about leaving you to clean up in a room full of booze. So much temptation. But in the cab on the way back there, I realized, wouldn't it be awesome if Tommy was just sitting at the bar 
drinking himself silly when I got there. I like when you drink. And lo and behold, my wish came true. So I say, we keep the booze and we lose the guns. I know you got demons jumping out of your head. I just don't want you shooting at them. Well, tell the guys you saw rats the size of Michael Moore running around the joint. You know, which means, of course, that they were big and wearing little baseball caps, and they were also in favor of gun control laws. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'd rather be wrong moving forward than right standing still. At least there's a purpose. I talk about people can be any way they want to be, just cop to it. Would you pick up the media with me today? Tony Baruti live Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the Situation Report, or a.k.a. the Sit Rep. Dr. C. Robert Jones uh, is off tonight, and this is David Graham filling in. Please don't miss uh, my show right after this one, Stay Mad Radio on the 2020 Network. And uh, I see 2020 Radio Network up in the house right now. And uh, at some point, probably towards the end of the show, um uh G Ski, can you can you pop the link up to the to the next show so people can uh you know if they're interested uh can go right over to that one and, and uh you know catch the action as it happens. Appreciate that, my friend, my friend. Oh, who else do we got? We got USMC Vet, we got the Q, we got Tesla, we got Snapperhead, No Way 90, Chrissy Chase, uh, a bunch of guests, and we got 2020 is G-Ski Rocks, if anybody didn't know. Uh, C. Robert Jones, Ph.D. is me. <laughs> Not re- Except the Ph.D. and except the C. Robert Jones. This is David Graham filling in for the great Doc Jones. So uh, welcome, uh, welcome back. Um, I had another day or so to digest, <laughs> to digest some of the speech, some of the the coming out speech that uh, Obama gave the other day um, in Kansas or Texas or wherever he was. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> well. <clears throat> I I don't have a whole lot of uh sound uh from from him but um I what, what there was one line he had there that just struck me it was very very familiar uh it it was oh, hold on let me turn the thing up because I want you to hear this I want you this is this is very very close let me see if you if you heard what I heard okay I'm here in Kansas to reaffirm my deep conviction that we're greater together than we are on our own. Okay. I don't care about what he said, but listen to the tone and juxtapose with this one. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> one more time. This is Obama. 
I'm here in Kansas to reaffirm my deep conviction that we're greater together than we are on our own. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Now, were they reading, like, off the same teleprompter? I don't know. That's what struck me. I thought that was funny. When I heard that line, I said, wow, where have I heard that before? <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's a whole lot. Uh, there was a whole lot in that speech. Um, I have been, and I noticed uh, lately uh, on a lot of Doc's shows when I've listened to them, he has also been talking about this tiny little word, fairness, and I have been uh, I have been using this uh, this little rant, you know, to uh, whenever I do a uh, an interview for my book, um, I'd come to this part, and and it, it's something that just made so much sense to me. We allow, we allow the. Democrats, mostly the Democrats, but mostly it's it's the um, the lefties, or um, as I'm going to heretofore refer to them as the commie filth. That's right, I said it. The commie filth. That's what they are. They're commie filth. So. What I have said is, when you find, you know, when they say to tax the rich people so that it's more fair, and we have countless clips of Obama saying, you know, it's uh, it's not about um, raising revenues for the government, it's about being more fair. He wants a tax structure that's fair for uh, not everybody, but I mean, for everybody um, and not just the, the ultra-rich people. So I've said, so there's a rich person. He, he's not a corporation, but he's going to end up paying the the the, uh, the taxes. And there's a number of ways to attack this on. You know, it, a real one way is first. Uh, for, first, you you have the rich person who has to pay higher taxes to have his wealth redistributed. <clears throat> I mean that's let's let's call it what it is. I mean that's what the taxes are for. I mean it's 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 for redistribution. This is not an American value redistribution of wealth. It is not. Regardless of how many times they tell that to you, regardless of the repetition, regardless of the hammering and hammering and hammering that the commie filth says that redistribution is an American value. It is not. It is in no way an American value. But let me get back to my point, although that was a good point. <laughs> the money that gets collected from the, uh, air quotes, rich people goes where? Goes to government. First mistake, right? Let's, let's, let's leave that whole thing aside. Because once it, that money, in order to get redistributed – has to make it past. It's like an obstacle course. Okay, it has to make it past this politician. Has to make it past that politician. Has to make it past this lobbyist. Has to make it past that that lobbyist. Has to make it past this pork project. Has to make it past those earmarks. And the money has to make it past all these all these obstacles 
and not all of it makes it, you know. It, it's it's when it, by the time it trickles down to the people who are out on you know protesting on Wall Street, how much of it are they going to get? You know this this tax cut that he's going that he's crowing about for the middle class is a thousand dollars, right? When you break it down, it's about three dollars a day. Why is he doing this? He's trying to buy your vote. Are you going to sell your vote for three dollars a day? And 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 a, a ruined future in America, three dollars a day. Three dollars per day. What's the math on that? A thousand dollars for a year divided by three hundred sixty-five. Let's try it. I have a thing right here. Thousand one. Wait a minute. Come on, one, zero, 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 one. Come on, come on, come on. Here it is. All right, let me clear that out because it didn't come up here. All right. $2.73 a day. That's what he's trying to buy your vote for. Oh, over 10 years, that's $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> but over one day it's two dollars and seventy three cents. So how big is um how much does that uh, redistributed wealth amount to to the people who are protesting in favor of it out on the street? As an example, the tax cuts that he's advocating for, that basically takes money out of Social Security, will equal approximately $3 a day. And he's trying to buy votes. Yeah, I gave the middle class a $1,000 tax cut. Where'd you get it? Well, I got it from Social Security. Oh, I see. So... That's that's one point that uh that it is. But then you get to the fairness aspect of it. Now that person is rich, sure. They're established in the community, sure. But you know what that person did to get there? That person studied in high school, perhaps, uh made better choices, didn't have any kids, you know, right away, went made a decision. First of all, the decision on what they want to do. The decision is the is an act of personal power. Okay, first off, an act of personal power. Uh the um the college. Some kids go to college just for the parties, just for the spring breaks. Some people go to study and get good grades. It's all about the choices. So is it more fair that now that that person made good choices years ago and did everything right, now you have to take money from them to make it quote-unquote fair? And what about after they're done college? They need to, they need to, um, uh, they, uh, they need to start a business. They need to make money to pay off their loans, right? So is it, uh, is it more fair for the person who started a business and did everything and, and invested in themselves. Maybe they needed to go to the bank and get investments. Maybe they needed to get private investments. 
Maybe they needed to, uh, you know, maybe they had to work 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. You know, what about the time sacrifice? It's not fair to the person now that, that did all that. When you juxtapose it with a person sitting on the couch collecting 99 weeks of unemployment saying, hey, they need to pay more. It's not fair they make that much. It's not fair that they make that much. It darn sure is fair that they make that much. And um, I've got a little clip here that um, I got from uh, Levin the other day, and he um, he kind of he kind of went um, he kind of went uh, down that in that same direction that I've been going for uh, a little while. And when I hear somebody start saying what I've been saying, it's it's cool to be validated by you know a big name. But Obama wants to own the word fair and the phrase middle class. And yet, who has done more destruction to working people in this country than Obama? So he wants you to think that punishing other citizens, stealing their money, giving it to the fat, bloated bureaucracy, they take their cut. Then they redistribute it to Obama's friends, various constituent groups. That somehow that's fair, and somehow that's going to improve the job market, the housing market. He's been doing it for three years, has it? Has it worked? No. So what a leftist means by fair, and they all mean the same thing, is bigger government and less liberty. Bigger government and less private property rights. Hugo Chavez runs around talking about fair, too. Castro does, too. They all do. And, of course, inequality. We cannot have inequality, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, inequality is a fact of life. Some of us are prettier than other people. Some of us are thinner than other people. Some of us make more than other people. Some people lose more money than other people. Inequality is a fact of life, particularly in a free society. Am I right? When we talk about equality, you and I... When our founding fathers talked about equality, what they meant, and what Abraham Lincoln meant during the Civil War, was that we have these unalienable rights handed down by God, the right to life, the right to liberty, the right to pursue happiness. And what they also meant was in the context of a just government and a just law, that in front of our courts, we are to be treated as individuals and to be treated fairly regardless of how much money we have, regardless of our skin color, regardless of anything. We are to be treated like individual human beings. Fairness does not mean the government gets bigger and bigger and determines what you need to eat and clothe yourself, what kind of car you should own, where you get to live, whether you can get medical care. That's not fairness. That's totalitarianism. Do you want to know where they have the greatest equality on the face of the earth, as Obama explains equality, as the left explains equality. Do you know where it is? As best I can tell, it's North Korea. Oh, yes. Not a lot of millionaires and billionaires over there, but the ones who are wealthy, well, they're in the government and they're in the military and they're in their intelligence services. In other words, they decide what fairness means and what what is the most horrific genocidal police state on the face of the earth, certainly one of them. Look at it. It's magnificent, isn't it? 
equality. Equality of starvation. Well, there you go. You know, that's that's uh, right along the lines of some of the things that I was thinking of. Yeah, you can have equality, but which way do you mean that? You know, which it can be taken a couple of different ways. So Obama doesn't really mean fair. He just wants you to think fair. And, and fair is a subjective term, as, as we just learned, as we just discussed. It's a subjective term. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder and whatnot. It means whatever it means to whoever's saying it. You know, kind of like hope, kind of like change. We had no idea what his version of hope and change meant because that's the way he left it. And that's right out of uh right out of the the um the studies of the uh right out of the Frankfurt school, you know, uh where they taught the critical theory. <clears throat> you know, you got to you got to leave it vague, let people figure out, you know, put put on it what they want. And you got to give it to them. They they performed that tactic brilliant brilliantly. You got to give it to them. You know, and it's, and it's like we need because we, we didn't know about it. How many people before three years ago knew about Saul Alinsky? There were some. I don't think I was one of them. You know, you find out what you need to learn. So that you can expose what you need to expose. So. When I see the rules being used, I expose it. And I show and I demonstrate how it's being used. And I, dem- and I try to demonstrate the different ways that you can tell that it's being uh, used. Uh, most recently, uh, one of the blatant um, uses of the rules for radicals was Nancy Pelosi saying that she had um, saying that she had some uh, quote unquote dirt on uh, Newt Gingrich, and she will divulge it when the time is right. Now. Rule number one from Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals on the actual list of rules, you find it says, Power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. We'll be right back. Fox News Radio. I'm Chris Stanley. A confusing and still unfolding situation at Virginia Tech, scene of a mass shooting that took 33 lives in 2007. Two people are dead in today's incident, the details of which are still being pieced together. Let's go live to Fox News Radio's Jessica Rosenthal for a summary of what we know. Chris, police say a man walked up to a campus officer while he was conducting a traffic stop on someone else shot the officer and killed him. A second person spotted in another parking lot later died. Robert Carpentieri with Virginia State Police would not say if that second person was the shooter, but... I think the investigators feel confident that we've located the person, but I can't give you specifics and I don't want to confirm 
from that. But, you know, you can kind of read between the lines. He says a weapon has also been recovered, Chris. All right. Thanks, Jessica. Former Democratic Senator and Governor John Corzine telling a House panel today he doesn't know what happened to the missing $1.2 billion from MF Global, the brokerage he ran, but he takes responsibility. I am devastated by the enormous impact on many people's lives resulting from the events surrounding the MF Global bankruptcy. This was the first of three hearings by three committees at which Corzine will testify. A key Obama appointment blocked by Senate Republicans. This is a big deal. The president argues the Republican filibuster, Richard Cordray, is head of the new Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Never heard that before. Consumers at greater risk. We need this consumer watchdog in place to make sure that people aren't taken advantage of. He dismissed Republican demands for changes in oversight of the new agency, saying they're free to introduce and pass a bill. He says they shouldn't hold up the Cordray nomination just to extract concessions. As for whether he might try an end run around the Senate with a recess appointment, we're going to look at all our options at the White House. Mike Makowitz, Fox News Radio. Competing Democratic and Republican plans in the Senate to extend the soon-to-expire payroll tax cut both shot down this afternoon. The House now readying a plan of its own. You're listening to Fox News Radio. Fair and balanced. Here's another Encore presentation from Fox and Friends. And keep listening for more Encore presentations on Fox News Talk. A process used to boost the flow at gas and oil wells is, for the first time, formally cited as a possible source of groundwater pollution. A draft finding by the EPA says compounds likely linked to chemicals used in fracking have been found in the groundwater beneath Pavilion, Wyoming where health officials advised residents last year not to drink the water after complaints they could smell chemicals. But the EPA stresses the draft finding is site-specific and that fracking methods can vary. The process pumps pressurized water, sand, and chemicals underground to improve oil or gas flow to the surface. Industry officials insist other sources are possible for pavilions, groundwater contamination. Lisa Brady, Fox News Radio. The Los Angeles Angels spending huge dollars to beef up the team, acquiring three-time National League Most Valuable Player Albert Pujols from the World Series champion St. Louis Cardinals. It's a 10-year deal for more than a quarter billion dollars. Also grabbing up Texas Rangers pitcher C.J. Wilson in a five-year, $77.5 million deal. Social media undercutting the trial of a man given the death penalty. Arkansas Supreme Court has thrown out a death row inmate's murder conviction after finding out that jurors on the case slept through testimony and tweeted during the trial. The court voted on Thursday to void the 2010 conviction of Erickson Dima Martinez after his attorneys appealed. Despite the judge's instruction to the jury not to post on the Internet or communicate about the case, one juror tweeted during the proceedings. His attorneys also complained that another juror slept in court. An assistant general last month defended the judge's decision not to dismiss the tweeting juror, saying the tweets are about his feelings, not specifics about the trial. Courtney Keeley, Fox News Radio. Comic book pioneer Jerry Robinson credited for helping create Batman's sidekick Robin the Boy Wonder and their arch nemesis the Joker has died at his New York City home. Appears to have been natural causes. He was 89. On Wall Street, the Dow down 199 points. I'm Chris Stanley, Fox News Radio. People come to Internet Radio for any number of reasons. Among the reasons are perhaps they're tired of the pasteurized, homogenized news that they get from their TV. Or some may want their talk radio a little more raw. Well, that's what you get with Internet Talk Radio. Real people with real opinions that give you real conversation. It's not your daddy's talk radio. And it's for people who stay informed and a great way to share ideas and debate issues. Well, let's just say that 
Internet talk radio hosts don't sit in front of the makeup mirror before they go on the air. Internet talk radio is a fast-growing new media that allows folks to get around the dinosaur media. All right, all right, all right. Uh, welcome back. This is uh, the sit rep. Uh, Doc Jones uh, is off. This is Dave Graham filling in, as uh, most of you guys know, uh, in the room. I want to thank everybody for coming in. Uh, we got a, we got a pretty much a, a full house. Um, and uh, yeah, I was asking if there was anybody in the room that was that was calling in because I have a caller, and I when I uh, when I run sound off my soundboard, I I can't screen or else you guys will hear silence. So. Uh, and that that doesn't that doesn't work. So uh I'm gonna go right ahead and uh see who's on the line here. Okay, this is uh the situation report. This is Dave, who do we have? Hi Dave, this is uh, Tom. Hi Tom. What can we do for you? So yeah. Well, I, I first I'd like to say that uh, you know, you're 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 a I guess you're a conservative. Do you really think there's any difference between the two parties? In Washington, do you really, really think so? Uh, there, there are shades. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Shades. Okay, shades. Okay, I'll agree with with shades. But when it comes to the issues that matter the most to the people, there's no difference. When it comes to jobs, when it comes to fraud, accountability, health care, when it comes to selling out our nation's interest to those interests of Israel and so forth, both parties agree. That's the problem with this country. That's the problem with our so-called democratic system. It's a problem with our so-called free market system. And these are, you know, more people are starting to realize that. And so going to the voting booth is not going to solve anything. It's going to be the same old cycle, back and forth, back and forth. They'll have a, they'll have a new Obama, you know, looks like Newt Gingrich might be the one. I mean, this guy's a complete hypocrite. He's a joke. He's a complete joke. This is a guy who supported free trade. This is a guy who took taxpayer dollars from Fannie and Freddie for being a so-called consultant, not knowing what's going on. I mean, you know, it's the same old story. Certainly, you've been around long enough to finally see that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, as far as the Fannie-Freddie thing, now, I'm not going to defend anybody, but if he runs a consulting business and he gets a call from a a firm who wants consulting done, and they don't take his advice, and then they get into trouble... What advice? He He didn't know what was going on. That was just a bribe as well. Wait, wait, wait. That's how these politicians work. Wait, wait, wait. They have consulting wait. firms that's just the hold soft on, dollar on. money. Soft dollar. Hold on. Hold on. How do you know he didn't know what was going on? Because they even, Fanny said, they told, they, they even talked about it. They said he, he didn't say anything. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know. And we're the ones that went out of business. So they told him know what was going on. They didn't take. Fanny, Fanny came out with a public statement. Gingrich didn't know. He he didn't know. That's baloney. That's how these guys get bribed. That's how they have legal bribes. They have a consulting company. You're consulting us. What does he? Is he a researcher? How would he know? Is he a, is he a, an analyst? He doesn't know. He didn't know. All he knew was that he supported the whole baloney. Can anybody hear me? Okay. He has a consulting firm. He got sought out by Fannie and Freddie. I mean, okay, that's so, so, so Fannie and Freddie would, would, would seek out some, some saying, talking head. Wait, he's a, he's not an expert in the industry. He's a talking head. It what? was a bribe. That's all it was. So what? Are you going to blame him because somebody sought him out? So what? 
It's a bribe. I'm talking about the system being rigged, the whole system. Well, he's also bad free trade, which is destroying asking, this country. I was unfair trade. I was asking you what you base your your statement on when you said Fannie and Freddie said oh, uh, Gingrich didn't know what he was talking about because well, they, look up the uh, look up the official statement from them. Look it up. They 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 released it uh, a couple of weeks ago, I believe. And I know this as well from my own personal experience, being a research analyst, having predicted this stuff, having written about it. And it okay, I can't, I can't, evidently I can't, he's just going to keep talking. So I'm going to put you on hold there, Tom. I don't have that information in front of me. I don't know who you are. So when you say uh, something about your own personal experience, it means nothing. Okay, you're on the radio. You can't call up, and so you can say you're anybody. You can say you know anything. Okay, I I can't stipulate with the with, with about Newt Gingrich. What do you want me to do? Well, if you want to nitpick issues? Well, address the main issue. Both parties are the same. I'm sorry to spoil your little neocon parade. I don't but it doesn't matter who people vote for. It doesn't matter. This country. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a this is a Ron Paul bot. You know how I can tell? He starts throwing around the words neocons. Well, anyways, I I've got other things to do. Uh, I, I, I gotta give you one more chance here. Hold you on. can't handle me. You can't handle me. I'm the champ. Take notes, my friend. Take notes, and you'll finally learn what's going on. Okay? Well, how how I lectured you before? How I lectured you before? A few no. minutes ago. Wait, wait, wait. Remember me? How? Will you just hold on? How would I know if you don't How would you know what? to talk? How would you know what? Keep talking. All you do is keep talking and keep talking and keep talking and keep talking. Well, you're asking me a question. I'm responding. I'm asking, how, how would I know what? How would you know whether I can handle you or not? <laughs> well, it's obvious. I just showed. You <laughs> have an agenda. I don't have an agenda. My agenda is for America. You have a political agenda. My agenda what? is for the people. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this. What did I say that prompted your call? You said many things. What? You said you said many things in the past as well that uh, uh, basically you side with this whole, you know, Republican-Democrat baloney. It's a complete scam. That's what it is. We have a fascist government. No, we no. had it before Obama, and we'll have it after Obama. Hold on. I never said that. I never said it was a – I never said what you just said. I asked you what I, I – I didn't, say, what did you I didn't say that. I didn't say you said that. My point is, is that you're you're one of these people that's you know, oh, conservatism, that's the way to go. You know, Obama's the worst. It's going to be the same way whether it's a Democrat or Republican in office, and that's the reality. Well, uh, not necessarily. Uh, yes, necessarily. I've been saying that not necessarily for for decades now. Okay, and I finally said, you know what? I've right. had it. I've seen how it works. I do. These guys are all bought off. Well, all right, They're so all bought off. What do I do? I just give up? Is that what I do? No, that's not what you do. What you do is you educate people as to what I'm saying. So you know what? Stop voting. Stop supporting this fascist political process. Okay. Stop going to the booth. All right, buddy. What you listen, say? Listen, I'm, uh, I can handle you. I just, I just don't want to have your stuff. Sure you can. Show. Sure you can. I don't want sure you, you can. to support my show. You right. think about issues. You don't. You think about. Okay, sorry about that, folks. Sorry to put you through all that. I'm not going to give up, all right? You can say what you want. Get your own show, all right? Get your own show. 
tell me what to say on my show. Evidently, he wasn't here for the beginning of the show when I said, whomever we wind up with as a nominee, what we need to do is to create the conditions that will make it uncomfortable for them to do the wrong thing. He thinks Obama's great. I think I remember him now. We need to keep the pressure on. We need to stay involved. We need to stay engaged. We need to stay educated. He wasn't here at the beginning of the show when I laid that out. But I'm not just going to go back and forth with him over nothing. I mean, i got a show to do. You know, and he's saying that I'm just spewing crap. Angry mom? I don't know about the blood pressure, but the pulse rate is probably up a little bit. So, I don't know. I I, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. You know why? Because I don't have my uh, I don't have my notes. Get your own show, Mister. Okay. Get your own show. Tell me what to say on my show. He thinks Obama is the best thing since white bread. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just give up. That's what I'll do. I'll just give up. G-Ski, you remember that guy? Uh, no, I don't remember him. I think he was the guy that, that tackled us uh, both when we were both on the line. No, that guy's not nearly as smart. All right, well, I don't know who he's talking about. Maybe he thought I was Doc Jones. Maybe, maybe, yeah, but well. yeah. Yeah, it, I I guess I should just give up and not fight. Just stop going to he, his his suggestion was stop going to the voting polls. Excuse right, me? exactly. All right. And what, what did you call? Yeah, him? and no, I, I I I wanted to get a piece of him. I I get so pissed when when you when you're hooking up to Skype it cuts you off and and then you know there's like a 30 second wait before uh, before you <laughs> before you get to hear anything or say anything, so I, I missed the last part of that. Well, I mean, uh, this is him again. I didn't write down his number. Let's see. Three one seven. Who do we have? You got from Indianapolis. Who's this? Hey, Steve from Indianapolis, sir. Can you hear me pretty well? Yeah, I can. I can hear you fine, Steve. Thanks for calling in. What's up, buddy? Oh. Okay. Well, what's going on, I think really what the last caller was getting at is that uh, let's say you get the you get a Republican candidate that has everything you want, and let's say he gets an office. We have 500, 600 congressmen. If they're bought off by lobbyists, we need constitutional amendments to the Constitution to deal with the lobbying, to deal with budget. Uh, constitutional amendments to fix the corporate the influence of corporate on our government. That's where he's getting at. Cause see, you can get you can get everything you want the next president. All right, Steve. Everything you ever wanted, but if the corporate lobbyists keep influencing Congress, the president can't get anything done, and it's so easy to lobby Let to me, get a guy in office. 
That's what he was getting at, really. Let me just slow you down. Let me slow you down. Okay? How in the world is anybody going to do what you suggest if you don't gain some power in the presidency? If you think a Democrat... No, 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 you're right. You're right. What I'm, what I'm saying is we, we – I understand. You're right. We need to put pressure on Congress. But America, we have been putting a lot, a hell of a lot of pressure on Congress for years. And they, they haven't done anything. Do you know how much pressure, you know how many phone calls we've been making to Congress about these issues, about the bailouts? Mm-hmm. They're putting pressure. They don't want to listen to us because they have the military on standby if we don't like it. So what I'm getting at is I understand why people whoa, whoa, whoa. don't like this system. Our Constitution is not perfect. That's the problem. See what what are you talking about? The military on standby if we don't like it. What are you talking what, about? What I'm saying is you put pressure on Congress, and we have a Constitution that the overthrow of government if necessary. We're replacing. Wait, 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 wait. We're replacing a lot of of uh, of old um, congressional seats. They're being replaced by by new people going in, like a lot of a lot of Tea Party people and stuff like that. Um, but the problem is, sir, the problem is, is the media and the corporate lobbyists, if they're working together on a conspiracy against the American people, which I cannot prove with definite certainty, but if they are working together, then they can influence on who gets in office after the incumbents. It, it That's what I'm getting uh, at. Okay, Steve, it does not have to be a conspiracy, okay? Um, all it is is a congruent communist agenda. I mean that that's what it is. The, the media has is infiltrated by communists and you know there there uh, many of the congress people the left wing, you know, the democrats, they're either communists or they're influenced by communists and and uh you know, I uh, to me I think we should just start calling it that. You know, I'm not going to call them left anymore. I'm not, I'm going to call them commie filth. You know, all, <laughs> well, I mean, gold is at ten trillion. Gold is valued at ten trillion around the world. Ten trillion. If the dollar keeps devaluing, we're our society will totally change because everybody's going to be dependent upon government. Right, so you're right. They are commies. They're globalists. They're, they're global commies. I agree. I agree. Let's let, uh, you're let, right. Let me let G Ski Rocks back in. Go ahead, uh, G Ski. Well, you know, the thing that I don't understand is uh, this is a system that, that has been uh, – it has a long history, lobbying and all this other – all of this is nothing new. It it went on with the Roman Empire. It's something that we have to deal with. The problem is not getting the right people in the right places. That's what our job should be. That's why we're doing what we're doing now. Our job is to get the right people in the right places. We're never, ever, ever, ever in history, we're not going to be able to get rid of lobbyists. They exist. They always have. They've been around a long time. The game changes. That's why – listen, that's why – see, every, like I said at the beginning of the show, everyone complains about politicians being puppets. And all I was saying is we need to make them our puppets. We need to we need to be the one putting their, putting the pressure on them and, and showing them that, you know what, if you don't do this, you're going to get voted out. So Exactly. Exactly. But, right. there, but there's benefits of getting voted out, sir. I don't mean to be rude. There's benefits of getting voted out because they can go in and, and say, hey, you, you got a new job as the CEO 
of Vapelico. Oh, we're going to pay you millions of dollars now because you did what we wanted when you were running in, when you were in office. So there's benefits when they get back out into the private sector for what they did when they were working in the public sector. So what I'm saying is that's why we have to put the pressure. I understand what you're saying. That's why a lot of uh, you know a lot of patriots are looking at the overthrow of the entire government. Period. But that won't fix the problem if, you, like you said, you don't fix the corporate lobbyists. It's, it's a revolving door. You, you have to protect the front and the back door. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's the issue on why people are losing faith in government and going to a new world order and the Pope and the Vatican. I don't know if you heard about the Vatican saying that the Pope wants a new financial world order. See, it's a lot of powers in play, and that's what's on Fox News. You can check it out for yourself about what the Vatican hey, Dave, said you have to wrap about up. the problem. Hey, Dave, i got to go because i got to right, start thanks. your show. Thanks. So. Yeah, I've got to wrap this up. And I even have another call. I, can't, I don't even have time to take it. I, I, I do apologize. Kind of kind of got carried away with that, that other caller. I was... Uh, but uh, in any case, I want to thank everybody for uh, for coming in and uh, and tolerating the show. I guess uh, my show will be uh, next. Uh, Jiski will uh, put a link up in the room, and uh, a lot of a lot of you other guys that you guys already know uh, know how to get there. Maybe you can use an old link or or whatever. But uh, let's see who we have in the room. We got the Q, we got Tesla, Swing Easy, Snap Ahead, Republican Marine, No Way 90, Marine Times. I am John Galt. We have a whole host of guests in the room. Thank you all. We got Evil Clown, Angry Mom 80, Alexander Solo. Thank you all very, very much for uh, coming into the Situation Report. David Graham filling in for Dr. C. Robert Jones. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.